Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What is good, everybody? Welcome to another Gold Standard Podcast production. It's Friday. That means Gold Diggers with me, Rob Stats Guerrera, and Michelle Maju from NFL.com. What's up, Michelle? Hey, hey. Having a great morning so far on this Friday. The sun's out. The guns are out, like you said. And I have a mimosa. So, like, living the life, you know? It's a good Friday. We are just two days away from freaking football on Sunday. I cannot wait. We're going to get into three things we want to see when the 49ers play the Raiders on Sunday. And of course, the Niners are practicing right now. So we're going to react live to everything going on in Las Vegas. Before we do, I just want to remind everybody, please like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. And as always, rate, review and follow the Gold Standard Podcast Network. If you leave a review, we will read it on the show and you'll get a cheers from Michelle, especially today. With the actual mimosa during the show, it's gonna get it. It's gonna be a fun show. Stick with us because when Mamel, when Michelle drinks the mimosa, the longer the show goes, the better it gets. No, then I get the you know the reviews that are like she's so skeptical and criticizing everything. <laughs> I just get a little bit more like you know like I just want answers. All right, when I have my mimosa, give me my answers. We all want answers, baby. Give me your take. Give me your take. What do you see? What do you see? That's the big question from Raiders practice, Michelle, because re- reportedly the Raiders have stuck the 49ers reporters and the Raiders reporters like two practice fields away from where all the juicy stuff is going on. Yeah, that's super unfortunate. Like, imagine is the practices outside or inside? I guess it's outside. Inside. 
they are outside. So you're sitting in that heat and you barely even get to see like that just sounds like a really miserable experience. And I would like to thank all the reporters that are dealing with that because it doesn't <laughs> sound like a fun time. But those that are out there trying to get us the best information when it's really like this does not seem like an easy thing to do. Just want to give them a little shout out and thank them before we, you know, harp on them in a minute here about something. Yes, absolutely. We're going to get to that. Uh, we're going to try to react to everything going on. If you see something happening on Twitter or whatever, throw it in the chat because we're going to do our best. But sometimes it's hard to see everything. So if you see something, uh, let us know and we will talk about it. I know that all three quarterbacks have thrown interceptions. Uh, yay. I mean, again, I'm not going to get too worked up over it. Trey Lance has a couple of touchdowns. Huzzah. That's good news for me. And that'll take us sort of to the first thing that I want to talk about Michelle, because that's the biggest thing that I'm looking forward to on Sunday is just seeing Trey Lance play football again. It will be 329 days since we last saw him play on a real football field. I'm desperate to see him again. See, I was super excited to watch him play until I saw CJ Stroud last night. What if he comes out and he looks like CJ Stroud where it's not even, I don't even, I'm not saying CJ Stroud's going to be bad or anything like that, but it was a brutal performance because you know, the, he was getting pressure so fast and he didn't really seem to know how to handle it. And like, what if we get that kind of performance where he's getting a ton of pressure and it's just kind of all over the place. And what if he throws a really bad interception? I just feel like all of our talk, this whole off season would just be like kind of deflated, but and there could be the opposite where he comes out and brings the team down and scores a touchdown. And that would be a, a fantastic thing to see. We will get into some particular things I want to see from Trey Lance, but I'll let you uh, talk about what you're excited about. I want to see everything because we haven't gotten to see any of it. Like I want to see how does he look in the pocket? Does he look more comfortable in the pocket? Are is he layering his throws, right? Is he just throwing lasers or is he throwing, you know, having a little um, arc on some of the throws? Do the mechanics hold up when the pressure comes? Like, I just want to see everything because it was, it's all hurry up and wait with Trey Lance. That's exactly what I wrote. I just finished before we uh, started this. I finished an article for the new website, goldstandardniners.com. Three things that I want to see. And that's what I wrote about Lance is that it's been hurry up and wait, basically. And I'm tired of it, man. Both sides of the argument are tired of it. The Trey Lance haters are tired of it. The Trey Lance supporters like me are tired of it because we just want to see it. And it doesn't matter that he's coming off an ankle injury. And it doesn't matter that he overhauled his mechanics and that George Kittle is not going to play. He has to crush it, period. And like today, I know he's thrown a couple of touchdowns so far in the joint practices. He does have an interception. Uh, so it's been kind of up and down, but like it can't be up and down. If he wants to make something of himself and his career with the Niners or with another team, he has to crush it. Do you think he gets a full half? I hope so. I really do. He should. There's no reason why he shouldn't, especially if, if you're convinced that Brock is your starter. Why not play your backup quarterback or maybe your number three quarterback for an entire half in the first preseason game? So the biggest thing I want to see from him, A, I would love to see a whole half, right? There's no reason for Brandon Allen to play any snaps. There just really isn't. Mm -hmm. So if you could just play Trey Lance the first half and then Sam Darnold the second half, I have a feeling that's not how it's going to go. Uh, I can see Kyle Shanahan, you know, giving the first quarter to Lance, the second quarter to Darnold, and then playing Brandon Allen the entire second half. <laughs> like, that's just how I think it's going to happen. But what I really want to see from Trey Lance is like, so this was my biggest thing about him last year. And it's not even just when it comes to running, but when he's there's nobody open, right. And there's nothing for him. I want to see him make that decision 
faster to take yes. off. Don't just wait on it, wait on it. And then by the time you take off, there's no space anymore. Like the defenders are going to get you. Like you wait too long. I want to see him making quicker decisions, not only as a passer, but then also when there is nothing available, just take off and get those yards. And will he be scared to run after his injury last year? That could be a thing too mentally. So there is a lot to look for, not just as a passer, but how he uses his entire body and is just a football player in general. That is such a good point because that was something with Lance that you could tell when he played last year and even in 2021, he didn't make the decision quick enough to run. And you could yep. tell he doesn't have crazy acceleration. So if he doesn't make that decision fast enough, he's not going to be able to get around the edge and he's not going to be able to gain yards. Uh, last practice yesterday with the, with the Raiders, Lance was kind of showcased. He had 19 snaps compared to just nine for Sam Darnold. Today, Darnold was out first with the two. So we may see a flip of that today because Shanahan said ultimately he's going to try and make all the snaps even. So we may see Darnold get more love today. But so far, I'm hearing that Ayuk is killing all the Raiders players and that Lance is throwing a couple of touchdown passes. So he's got to look good in these joint practices and hopefully he's doing it. You know what? Uh, something super weird? Sam Darnold might be amazing in this game because Sam Darnold's week one preseason performances throughout his career are absurdly good. Absurdly <laughs> good. He, he only has 26 pass attempts, but in every single game he's played, he had like three touchdowns on 26 pass attempts, zero interceptions. His completion percentage was absurd and 130 passer rating throughout those three games. He, he gets it done in week one of preseason. So if he ends up coming out here and looking like a freaking beast, that's just what he does in preseason week one. And I want to remind people, do I, I don't know if I still have the quote in the, in the graphics, because a few weeks ago, Matt Mayoko said that the joint practices with the Raiders and the preseason game, the first preseason game is going to be huge for Lance, not just for him, but for the rest of the NFL, which to me implies a trade. And I just, Again, you know how I feel about Matt Mayoko. I feel like he puts out the narrative that the 49ers want out there, right? The, the organization's position. And so I just, I go back to that now as we're one day away. Sometimes people forget about stuff. Let me see if I can get the actual quote here. I do think that the most important part for Lance will be the lead up to the very first preseason game. The two practices against the Raiders will be huge for him. What he does on the practice field against the Raiders will have implications throughout the NFL. The only way it has implications throughout the NFL is, is if Lance gets traded. And the fact that Mayoko said that at the end of June, I don't want people to forget about that because it's coming. Can I ask you, so you tweeted out a potential trade offer, right? Between the 49ers and the Buccaneers. Like, would you take this? And you're like, if he is getting this much trade value, then why would we trade him? You, it was basically just a third round pick. That's all it was. They were swapping yeah. seconds and getting a third round. Do you think that's that? crazy high of trade value for Trey Lance. So ESPN put out that article. It was five trades that they want to see before week one. And it was Trey Lance to the Buccaneers. Um, I don't want to see Trey Lance traded. It's stupid to me to trade him. If he's looking good enough that other teams are interested, why wouldn't he be good enough for you to keep on your roster, especially over Sam Darnold? So I, I have a hard time believing any team is trading for a quarterback right now. Like, yeah, maybe the Buccaneers might be your best bet because they're not, you know, Baker Bayfield's not impressing whatsoever in camp. And yeah. like Kyle Trask is almost beating him out. And I don't like from all the reports, it doesn't sound like Kyle Trask is amazing, right? It's not like he's overperforming and being like, wow, like he's really competing with 
the baker here. It's like, no, they both stink. So sure. they're trying to figure it out. Maybe the Buccaneers, but like to have to trade for a quarterback and change up your whole, because Trey Lance isn't like a normal, just pocket presence quarterback. Like you're not just going to run a normal system with them and expect greatness. You're really going to change your whole offense and everything you had planned and really get this guy up to speed for your season in right. August. I don't think so. Like, and at that, at that point it'd be middle, late August. Like no way. I just don't see it. I agree. Like it'd be weird. If the team is going to take the most inexperienced quarterback of all time to come in in August and say, save our season. Okay. Round two, name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Uh, here's a picture from Matt Barrows that he tweeted out. Look how far away they are. If you're watching on the stream, you could see. Like, they are so far away from the action at joint practice number two. It's got to be so, so frustrating. And perfect example, Carlo says Lombardi is saying Spencer Burford is doing well, but the Raiders reporters are saying Burford's getting worked. Is Lombardi lying? No, probably nobody's lying, but you're so far away. The one rep you might happen to see is Burford getting worked or in the other, in the case of somebody else, it might be a rep that Burford wins. It's just, I think it's just a reality of where they're sticking these people. I am getting a little bit worried about Colton McKivitz talking about offensive linemen here. I mean, he's just getting destroyed. And I know yesterday you're saying what a good pass rusher Chandler Jones is. And yeah, that's true. He's been one, but he's also an older man and he didn't have a great season last year. Yes. He's still a good pass rusher, but at the same time, it, it seems like Colton McKivitz is kind of getting his booty destroyed. I think what you're going to see with Colton McKivitz is that against regular pass rushers, he can be good enough. And against really good pass rushers, he's going to struggle because he's not an all world right tackle, you know? And that's, I think you can live with that if you're the 49ers. But can you? Because a lot of teams these days have a really good pass rusher, at least one. And if you're going to line up your really good pass rusher against one of these tackles, you're probably going to try to get him to the Colton McKivitt side and not oh, have yeah. him go up against Trent Williams. <laughs> but then also a lot of teams nowadays have two good, like week one, you guys got to not only like TJ Watt and Alex Highsmith are a really great duo. And then also you have to deal with Cameron Hayward in the middle, but like, you know T.J. Watt's going to go up against Colton McKivitt. So you can't just beg, yep. oh, when he has to, you know, go up against these guys. Like, that could destroy games. That that could be like a game ruiner there if he's just getting manhandled by T.J. Watt. Or maybe they have George Kittle stay in and help block or something like that. But then, like, the teams in the NFC, the Cowboys and the Eagles, you can't just be like, well, he'll be okay against weaker competition. Well, the the important games, they have really good pass rushes. You need to... You need to hold your own sometimes, even against the really good guys. 
That's the best they can do for right now. We'll see how it turns out. A little bit of news from the joint practice. Jennifer Lee Chan and others tweeted, on the first play of Niners Raiders team drills, Devontae Adams goes down on the field after Oren Burks breaks up the pass from Jimmy G. Adams was helped off the field by two trainers. Yikes. That's not good. good. And look, the 49ers themselves have a lengthy injury list. George Kittle is out this week with an adductor strain, which, by the way, is the same injury that Elijah Mitchell has. I wonder if that's going to be a thing this year. Seems like every year there are like themes for 49ers injuries. One year it was like a calf strain. One year it was a high ankle sprain. Maybe this year it's going to be the adductor. But Devontae Adams helped off the field. That's a scary, scary thing. And especially with this being the last kind of joint practice, like just get everybody through healthy, please. Like if Trey Lance somehow gets injured today and can't play on Sunday, I'm going to lose my mind. The vein in my forehead will just explode and I will quite simply be dead. Wait, can I? So adductor sprain is this just a groin sprain are we calling it that now because I, I don't I even know what an adductor is I didn't either I thought it was abductor and I'm learning right now it's adductor and yes. um I look it up it just says groin strain why are we all of a sudden Ooh. calling it adductor strain instead of just saying groin strain I don't know you know like that I know what a groin is I don't know what an adductor is they're getting complicated here Look, groin injury. That's just how I feel. I think any man would say we wouldn't smarter, wish that so on thank you. There you go. But groin uh, injuries I mean, can really linger. That's why, yeah. I hope they're just being smart with this kind of thing and just keeping everybody out and being really, you know, intelligent about not rushing people out. But uh, okay. See, now I'm seeing from David Lombardi that Mooney Ward laid out Devontae Adams on the first play of team drills. So I don't know if Adams, like, what happened. Apparently, he took some sort of hit and was down for a while. I'm surprised there wasn't a brawl then. If Mooney Ward hit Devontae Adams in joint practices and injured Devontae Adams, the Raiders should be fighting the 49ers right now. Yeah, that's that's kind of on them if they're not. His teammates should be sticking up for him. But again, they're so far away. You don't really know what happened. Right. Hopefully, Adams is fine. Like, I don't ever want to see no player get hurt, right? But definitely these superstars. We want all these superstars throughout the entire league just to stay healthy. That puts a good product on the screen, makes everything more exciting. And uh, so hopefully Devonta Adams is fine. Yes, hopefully he is. I don't want anybody to get hurt. And I don't want any retaliation now, right? I mean, even if the Raiders think that the Niners injured Devonta Adams, like, no, 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 no. Just wrap it up, Kyle. Just end the practice early. Let's not risk anything else. Someone uh, said abductor, you moron. So it is abductor. That's what I thought. Oh, but then when I typed it in, it changed it to adductor. No, it's adductor. It is adductor, moron. Right is very critical. Are the muscle Jeez. groups that allow your inner thighs to move back and forth. Connect That's really hip. embarrassing that he was wrong because he called us morons and he's, he was wrong. It's, it's not adductor. adductor. It's adductor. Yeah, red eye. Go pound sand. Uh, fish really and chips. Thank you very much. Stats, you're on my practice squad for content. Be ready. I'm always ready. I start talking when the light in the refrigerator goes on. Are you kidding me? Please. I could, I'm always ready. Don't worry about that. Um, look, the adductor comments are flowing in. JJ00 on my Twitch. I Googled page. it, guys. Ad stats on fire. The adductor is one of the muscles in your groin. I guess they're being more specific. Kyle's really weird with injuries. He gets really prickly when we hold him accountable for things he says about injuries. And he always acts like he's some sort of victim. Like, oh, I know you guys. I got to be careful with what I say. Yeah, dude, what you say matters. So now I think he gets really technical with this stuff. Just like because he's just prickly about it. Like, I just wonder if Red Eye right now is like, oh, man, that's embarrassing. Yeah. Anyways, moving on. I, um, I hope these groin injuries do not like the groin and hamstrings during the preseason. 
those are the injuries I worry most about because they just, there's certain players where if they get it significant enough, that will linger like all season long and keep coming back, keep coming back. And we already know George Kittle has issues staying on the field because of how tough he plays. So hope just like let him get extremely fully healthy, have no issues with that grind at all before he steps on the field again. Apparently Devonte Adams was standing up under his own power. Uh, so hopefully he's okay. Um, we'll, we'll continue to update stuff going on during the joint practice. Um, for now, let's get to more things we want to watch on Sunday. Um, another one for me, like I want to see third round picks play football. Okay. Danny Gray. I'm looking at you. Ty Davis price. I'm looking at you. Jair Brown. I'm looking at you. I want to see the third round picks play football. We keep hearing about how good Ty Davis prices looked. Shanahan was praising him. Chris Forster was praising him. Everybody universally says he looks like a different player. So let's see it on Sunday against the Raiders because you're going to need him. Elijah Mitchell cannot stay healthy. You hate Jordan Mason's guts. So <laughs> I was waiting see for Ty that. Davis price play. I was waiting for that. And you know what I'm waiting to happen on Sunday? Jordan Mason is going to break off a 50 yard touchdown and my, <laughs> my Twitter timeline is going to be flooded. I, I already know it's going to happen. All right, guys, Jordan Mason's going to look like freaking Derek Henry out there on Sunday. Yep. Yeah. yeah, he is. But do you buy the Ty Davis price hype? I know like it's Christian McCaffrey in this offense and whoever has to come in, if he gets injured, they'll be fine. I'm not buying hype on any of these backups. I'm really not. Elijah Mitchell's a really, really great athlete who's super fast and explosive. And that's why it's awesome when he comes in and he has those big chunk plays. Jordan Mason and Ty Davis price are just kind of those grinder type players, except especially Mason. Like it's Christian McCaffrey and hopefully he never gets hurt. And you just have the other guys come in for just a few plays every now and then to give CMC a breather. That's all. That's all we need. By the way, Sam Darnold has multiple interceptions today. I'm just seeing, I think Brock Purdy also has a couple interceptions as well. The Raiders have four picks, at least four anyway, on the day in practice. Yes. And that's so salt salty cyclist that Mason and TD, TDP will keep CMC healthy. That's their entire job. Like that's yeah. your entire job. Come in, do the job you need to do, pick up four to five yards or pick up that first down when a short yardage and let CMC breathe at times and just do your job. That's that's literally their entire job. And let's do it well, please. I'd like to see Shanahan mix up the running backs a little more. Sometimes I think he gets a little crazy with just pounding it with one guy. So let's see it. Uh, but TDP, I want to see. I want to see Danny Gray like catch the ball maybe like he had that one touchdown catch with Lance against the Packers last year in the preseason. And I was like, all right, maybe we got something here. And it's like, the dude is always hurt. He missed the joint practice yesterday because of soreness. Like what do you, what are you sore from dude? You haven't played football for months. Like, damn, but I want to see him out there on the field because they really need that guy that can stretch the field and open things up underneath. So yeah, I want to see Danny Gray on Sunday. Yeah, it seems like uh, Juwan Jennings is... Oh, I wanted to thank Nick. That's very nice of you, Nick. Thank you. Oh. Um, but Juwan Jennings is getting all the love, right? Instead of Danny Gray again. The, I get Juwan Jennings is reliable. And maybe I'm just being that, like... I, I do love upside, right? Especially, like, in fantasy. I just love the guys with upside. Juwan Jennings is fine, but you already have good 
weapons that you can trust. You have so many good weapons you can trust. I would rather have the speedy guy like Danny Gray on the field than Juwan Jennings. Maybe then on third down, you put in Juwan Jennings. If you have like a third and 10 and you need, you need a reliable guy that can catch 10 yards. But on the first and second down plays where you're throwing, put Danny Gray in over Juwan Jennings. Like I don't think Jennings is that important when you have so many other weapons. That's that's how, but maybe Danny Gray isn't showing up at all, but I just think they could use their speed. I'm not saying to target Danny Gray, just use that speed to open up even more everything else for everybody else. I completely agree with you. And look, with the injury to Ray Ray McLeod, which signed me to nine on, on my Twitch page is asking about, there's going to be opportunity for Danny Gray. Maybe it's kick return. Maybe it's punt return. Although Kyle said he thinks Danny Gray is more of a kick returner than a punt returner, but the door is wide open for Danny Gray to make an impact. And we'll see if he actually does. How about Shanahan yesterday saying that Kyle Juszczyk is very natural at catching and returning punts. Like, is there anything that freaking guy can't do? It's unreal. He He's a fullback. He can catch like a wide receiver. He can throw. He was the, he was the holder against the Rams in the final week of the season, a couple of years ago. Like the dude is awesome. He's a football player. Like he is the definition of a football player. He's a guy you want on your team and yeah, he can basically do everything, but I do not want them to use him as a returner. Just, I kind of want to see it one time. Like I wouldn't in a preseason game. Like I wouldn't mind uh, seeing it. JJ zero zero also points out Ronnie bell probably makes the team, which I'm like kind of interested to see him too, especially Sunday. Cause I've been hearing good things about him. Um, so I would like to see him make the team. But it's frustrating because I feel like this we haven't had a really good like a threat as a returner in a long time, really since Ted Ginn was here back in the Harbaugh days in 2011. And it's very frustrating because I every kickoff and every punt, I sit there like this, like, just don't fumble, just don't fumble, just don't fumble. And I, it's never like a threat. It's always just like avoiding disaster. Well, you know my feelings on Ray Ray, but he was better for the 49ers than he was with the Steelers. I'll give him that. But yeah, now he's out for at least eight weeks with the broken wrist. So someone else is going to have to step up and be the returner. I think that's a huge thing to keep an eye on this Sunday. They they probably will be trying out many people. I would think not just one. Uh, hopefully, I who do you think is the starter? Ronnie Bell for the returning opportunities, kick returning? Yeah, could be Ronnie Bell. I think he's going to get a shot. Kyle said that they... They give everybody a shot. I also think it's going to be, uh, what the heck is his name? Is it Deshaun uh, Jameson? I can't remember the, his name off the top of my head. There's another guy on the team. That, well, yeah, that Deshaun people... Jameson. But, like, are you really going to – is he going to make the 53-man roster? I feel like you really need to be giving these opportunities. to some... Like, yeah, sure, in the second half when uh, all the, you know, third and fourth stringers are playing, he should get his opportunity and maybe he breaks out. Maybe he does earn a role for a 53 man roster, but in this first half here, they should be really giving it to people that realistically will be on the team and be the returner. Just get Ray Ray back healthy. Can we just do oh, that? Now you want Ray Ray last year, every, every time he was coming up to catch the ball. And it, it's partially my fault. Cause I told you how much he fumbles, but you, you didn't like him last year but I like him. They don't have any other options on the roster. He's the best. Ronnie Ronnie Bell can do probably exactly what Ray Ray. Anyone can do what Ray Ray can do. It's not like, I I don't want them to be giving it to old man. Willie Sneed. That's an option. Like why try out Tay Martin? I wonder if he has any experience with returns. My boy, Tay Martin. Everybody seems to like Tay Martin. I don't understand it. Big play Tay. Oh God. Just because your name rhymes with big play, like doesn't, oh, that's so annoying. Uh, there's a lot of people in the chat worried about Jimmy Garoppolo having success against the defense. Like, guys, 
relax. Okay. It doesn't mean anything. It's who cares? They're not scheming this up. Like what, what do you want? Jimmy back? Is that what you're worried about people? Like who cares? You don't have to worry about Jimmy Garoppolo anymore. That's the magic of divorce. Okay. He's gone. Just calm down. I would love to know why uh, fish and chips thinks that Ronnie Bell is at a disadvantage. I think right now with this injury, he's at, he has really a chance to showcase his skills in this preseason game and earn himself a spot. And I mean, honestly, I'm hearing more about Ronnie Bell this offseason than I am Danny Gray. Like maybe, yeah, maybe he takes his role. What else do you want to see on Sunday? Or at least I've given some of my thoughts. What do you want to see? Oh man, I've given some of my thoughts too, but so it really stinks because I don't think we're going to be able to see Drake Jackson. And one of the things we talked about was that Drake Jackson needed to beat out Cleveland Farrell this off season, right? Think I, about that. <laughs> that's and something that, yeah. And that's something that has not happened, which maybe Cleveland Farrell is just, he was drafted insanely high. What was he a third overall pick or fourth overall pick in the draft just a few years ago. So he was supposed to be a special talent. It did not happen with the Raiders, but listen, the Raiders haven't been the best organization for growing talent. So maybe he is super talented and now he's, you know, he's showing that with the 49ers, but I'm hoping it's not the Baker Mayfield Kyle Trask thing where it's just like, Ooh, well, Jake Jackson just isn't performing that well. That's why Farrell is, you know, uh, outperforming him, but we'll, we'll, we'll at least get to see clear on Farrell, right? Is he, how I know a ton of the defensive linemen right now are dealing with injuries. So we'll get to see him play. And maybe he'll perform. I really would have loved to see Drake Jackson, but unfortunately, I don't think we will. I have not been hearing a lot of positive things about Drake Jackson, unfortunately. I've heard that he's gotten outplayed by Pharrell. Um, Jack Hammer said basically he thinks he's going to be kind of a right place, right time kind of a guy, which is not what you're hoping for when you draft a pass rusher in the second round. So, look, I hope I'm wrong. I'd like to see him dominate. But the word is that he doesn't really have a lot of pass rushing moves, which is hilarious to me because it's like, dude, your teammates with Nick Bosa, the guy that's got like every possible freaking pass rush move you could ever want. Study up, man. Go to Bosa University. Let's go. We need you. I know we keep saying oh, it has to be so easy to play across from Nick Bosa, right? We keep being like, they just have to find someone who is a like average, but, you know, has the upside and just can take advantage of the offensive line focusing so much on Nick Bosa. They really haven't been able to find that consistently. Yeah. I was really hoping that was Drake Jackson, but he worked so hard this offseason. I mean, all the reports coming in the training camp were so positive and glowing about him. And then it, once they actually got on the field with the helmets, with the pads, it seemed to be like, ah, oh, never mind, which is kind of disappointing, but who knows? Maybe, maybe he can pick it up. Um, that David Lombardi did tweet that, Jimmy Garoppolo hit fellow former 49er DeAndre Carter for a touchdown to cap oh first boy. red zone period try. Terrifying. Uh, apparently, Jimmy and Brock Purdy have been looking pretty sharp. Um, Paul Gutierrez, who covers the Raiders for ESPN, said Garoppolo looked like Jared Stidham the way he picked well, apart the Niners Everyone team. in the comments just said Purdy, another INT. Well, not uh, there was, I guess there was another skirmish. Marcus Epps for the Raiders and Brandon Ayuk got into a little thing. So yesterday it was Jawan Jennings. Now it's Brandon Ayuk. They're so, probably going to uh, end this practice early. Maybe that's the players. Uh, maybe that's the players wanting to get out of this thing. Uh, Vic Tafer covers the Raiders for the athletic. He said Devonta Adams is walking off to the locker room with a less pronounced limb points at his calf looks woozy. So that we'll have to keep an eye on what happened. Ugh. Um, 
not. We're going to ask McDaniels after practice. Uh, I'm trying to see Josh Harper tweeted the Niners first team offense three and out in the red zone period. Uh, looks like Steph Sanchez is going to have Josh Harper on her pod after practice today. So they are, uh, if you want to go get a little detailed report, you can go check that out. Just get through the practice healthy. Adams is already hurt. Things are getting chippy. I don't like it. I don't like it, Michelle. The only thing that can derail this season for the Niners is injury. And and we're already, I'm already nervous. Well, it seems like it's, it, you know, they may have derailed the Raiders season a little bit here. If this Devonta Adams injury is real and maybe derailing my fantasy league. So I'm not liking this news right now. Hopefully he's fine. Um, I'm very worried about that, but yeah, I, I just think overall this do, uh, Trent Williams won't be playing right in the preseason. No, I would doubt no. it. No. So, but I, overall, I do just want to see this offensive line, not get destroyed by the Raiders. <laughs> line in this game i'm sure max crosby is not going to play too many snaps i'm sure old man chandler jones isn't going to play too many snaps so you know they should not be getting manhandled by the other players on the raiders defensive line there's nobody special there they need to hold their own keep everything i houston was getting destroyed by the patriots defensive line early in the game yesterday on thursday night I do not want to see that. Give Trey Lance some time to get work done or Sam Darnold, whoever is starting. Like, give them time so we can actually see how this offense is developing under either of these guys. And then maybe Brock Purdy plays since he's throwing interceptions in today's game. Maybe they have him go out there. Kyle said he doubts Purdy's going to play, but he did say, I want to see how the joint practices go. So if Purdy plays against the Raiders, I feel like. Kyle will, that'll tell you that Kyle was a little dissatisfied with what he saw from Brock. Uh, but then that's just going to take chances away from Trey to play against the starters. Yeah. Well, that's clearly, they don't really care about that. That's not really their priority. Yeah. Did you hear, uh, this is hilarious to me. So did you hear about the whole issue with the Raiders and Greg Papa and how they've been treating him during these joint practices? It's, it's ridiculous. So no. for anyone that doesn't know, Greg Papa used to call the play-by-play for the Raiders radio for years, years and years and years and years. And in 2015, the Raiders were interviewing Mike Shanahan to be their head coach. Shanahan famously had a feud with Al Davis, the former owner of the Raiders, like big time feud. And when they were interviewing Shanahan, Papa said they shouldn't be doing this. Al Davis wouldn't like this. This is a mistake. And the Raiders didn't like that. And now, lo and behold, Greg Papa doesn't call the Raiders games anymore. He calls the 49ers games. So Papa is there in Vegas, and he's trying to go to the joint practices. And the Raiders are restricting his access even more than the rest of the reporters <laughs> that are there. He tried, He like took a step on the grass, and Raider security was like, no, 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 sir, you have to back up. Like They are sticking it to Greg Papa, who used to call games for them and is now calling games for the Niners. So, like, those other guys are, like, literally a good, I don't know, 100 yards from everyone else. Is he, like, a mile away just, like, like up it in is the stands? Pathetic. Like, I heard that Niners reporters tried to climb. There were empty bleachers. And so they tried to climb the bleachers just to, like, see what the hell is going on and get a better look. And the Raiders people were like, oh, no, you have to, you have to uh, get down. Those are reserved, even though they were totally empty and nobody was there. So, like, that is how restrictive they are being with these practices. What would have happened if they just don't move? Are they really going to get security? And I guess right. maybe. Jonathan Marsh says, that's such garbage. Greg Papa deserves better. Glad we have him now. I'm not a Papa guy, but you can't treat the dude like that. Like, come on. What are you doing here? Like, it just goes to show, like, some organizations get it and some don't. 
But now, I mean, I guess they don't really, it doesn't seem like the 49ers really care about the media all that much. So maybe they will go back to the Raiders and do a joint practice. But you would think the way your employees are, well, it's not all their employees, but the way the 49ers media is being treated by the organization would determine whether you wanted to go practice with them or not. True. Uh, David Lombardi says Brock Purdy just threw another interception to Marcus Peters, who hurled the ball high into the air in celebration. Apparently this practice is a little more intense than yesterday's, which isn't surprising because that's generally how the 49ers roll. Brock Purdy is throwing a lot of picks and a lot of dropped interceptions, Michelle. When do we start to worry or are you not? Are you worried at all? I don't even know. I don't know. I, I need to see him in a game setting. I like we we've been discussing. It did feel like he got super, super lucky in a lot of instances last year. Yes, he was very talented. He put the ball where he needed to. But sometimes it was like, wow, he really got away with not throwing an interception there. Were, like just balls bounce his way or just got through or whatever. Like I'm not going to be surprised if he ends up throwing a good amount of interceptions this year. I don't know what way I want to go because Brock Purdy was fantastic last year starting the games. And I I really enjoyed watching him, right? I do want to see Trey Lance get his shot as well. I don't know which is the best for them. We're not in these practices. We don't see how they perform every single day. We don't see how Brock Purdy is truly performing now after his elbow injury. I'm not going to act like I have any idea. Like, so I (laughs) That's why I kind of would like to see him in week one in the preseason. But at the same time, I just really want to see Trey Lance against the starters this Sunday. But Brock Purdy will have to play in a preseason game before week one. He, yes. We need to Please. see what he can do. Get the rust off, play against an actual defense that's not yours. It, like With the entire starting team, besides maybe Trent Williams and George Kittle. like those. But I want to see everybody out there with Brock Purdy and see what this offense looks like. And be fair to Brock Purdy. Like he needs the he needs the reps too. He's still 23 years old. Like I I I think it would be a bad look to not play him in the preseason, just throw him out against the Steelers. Like put him in a position to succeed as well. I don't agree with this comment by Jamal, though, who says Purdy appears to be a one-hit wonder. Like, I'm not willing to say that based off of these preseason or these training camp practices either. Like, again, we gotta see it. We're we're not gonna know anything for sure. One way or the other, either Trey Lance goes out Sunday and crushes it or Brock Purdy does the same thing. Like that doesn't mean like, oh, okay, now we know. Like, no, this is just one step along the journey. We're just rooting for it, obviously, to be positive steps. Yeah, and it's just it's really hard because I could see it both ways, right? I could see Brock Purdy kind of falling off just a little bit because it was, I mean, Two, t- two passing, two or more passing touchdowns every game you start, that pro- that can't hold up, right? Or and if it does, I mean, he's going to be like one of the best quarterbacks of all time. I could see it coming down a little bit. And my biggest worry is just he didn't have that opportunity to grow from year one to year two. And all these defenses are going to have the tape on him. And it could just be a little bit harder. Now, I do think he has the floor, though, to be fine in the 49ers offense with the stacked weapons, with everything. I, I think he's going to perform fine. It's about, but they already had fine, right, with Jimmy Garoppolo. And clearly mm-hmm. they're looking for something more when they traded all those picks for Trey Lance. Clearly they wanted something more. So I don't want to just see Jimmy Garoppolo from Brock Purdy this year. That's the thing. And we didn't just see. Jimmy Garoppolo from Brock Purdy last season. We saw something more special. So he needs to, you know, keep that up where it's not just, okay, he can get it done. You know, he can win some games. 
you want a guy that you can be your franchise quarterback. So we don't have to have these discussions every single year. Give us a guy that can be like, yep, he's, he's our guy for the next 10 years and we trust him. And if he has a good game, we can be in any game. That's the kind of quarterback I want. And, and it's not complicated. Like it shouldn't be a surprise to anyone. That's the kind of quarterback everybody wants. You know, we yes. just haven't had that since Steve Young, basically, I guess Jeff Garcia, we, you know, had a, a moment for a second, but yeah. No. Uh, five interceptions so far for the Raiders. It is pretty much by the accounts I'm reading. The Raiders have, have won today's practice. Now, am I freaking out about that? No, but you would have liked to see a little better from the 49ers. Purdy's been throwing picks. Sam Darnold's been throwing picks. The Raiders defensive line appears to be getting in the backfield. So like if you're a worrier and, and you, you know, you were worried about all this stuff, all your fears are coming true today, right? At least right now. Yeah, maybe. So this is the whole thing. I don't know how we don't know who's starting that for the preseason. I, I wanted to talk about this just a little bit. Sure. I, for my at, at work this week, I work for NFL network for those who don't know. And my job is to, you know, do all the research, but this week I had to do a preseason primer. So for all the games I'm putting doing a ton of research on who's playing, who's not. And like the recent uh, news articles about them when it comes to training camp and how they're performing, the 49ers were literally like the only team I couldn't find anything about. Like they're who's, <laughs> I can find the starters who's starting for the most part, especially with the quarterbacks, but at least not even answers. Right. But at least reporters asking because like the Titans, Mike Rabel wouldn't answer who's starting, but at least he was asked a question. I'm not seeing Mike or Kyle Shanahan being asked the question, who is starting at quarterback or who will be like between Lance or Darnold or like just a follow-up on if Purdy will be playing because we got that news a week ago. Where are these questions? I don't understand why the 49ers media is so scared to just ask simple questions. These are not disrespectful questions. These are not questions you should be worried about. These should just be instant. This should be the first question, like easily who's starting. Because the 49ers press corps is a marshmallow brigade. They're not there to ask another any of Purdy interception. Six picks so far for the 49ers in practice. Uh, thank you for the super chat. R Temis 4994. Purdy's fine. Jimmy threw six picks in one afternoon. Patrick Mahomes has thrown. I, there was one time where he threw five picks in one practice. It doesn't really matter, guys. But it might matter in terms of him playing on Sunday. Right. And and it it may matter, right? It, we don't know. He yeah. There's just as good a chance that he could come out and look awesome and be totally fine. Like that he's trying to, you know, like he, uh, Brock even said yesterday, he's still working on the volume and velocity of his throws. So Brock may be like, hey, let's see where my arm is. Do I have as much juice in my arm as I think? Can I force this in here? Can I not? And I know that's what everybody says during training camp interceptions, but it is possible. He may come out and be fine in the regular season or this may be a thing and he may not be good or maybe his arm isn't quite as good as he thinks or whatever, but we won't know. We won't know until week one. So I can't, I don't want to speculate right now. Yeah. And someone also report or someone just commented, Kyle wants Steelers preparing for all three quarterbacks. He won't say who starts. We all know it's Brock Purdy. Like, yeah, that's no, just we like know who's going to start thing. week one. Yeah. We so, don't know who's going to start the preseason. Sorry. Yeah, and I'm all all I'm asking about is like who's gonna play first between Trey Lance and Sam Darnold? Just ask the question. And the Steelers aren't worried about the backup quarterback. They don't they don't care who the 49ers backup quarterback is. I care. And I want to know between those two at least, it, it, maybe Brock Purdy starts. You could say 
We don't know if Purdy's playing yet, but between Lance and Darnold, Lance will get the first reps, Darnold will get the second, and then maybe they'll switch next week. Like, this shouldn't be that hard of a question to answer. I don't know why we're so, like, the reporters are so worried to ask it, and, like, Kyle Shanahan would be so worried to answer. Like, just, just Because they, they don't want to upset Emperor Kyle. Uh, Emiliano says, fully healthy, full go, real deal. Those are all things the 49ers have said about Brock Purdy. That is true. And like he said, the 49ers do know that people videotape them saying these things, right? It could come back to haunt them. It could, because they really have set high expectations for Brock Purdy this year. Like when Kyle said he's the real deal, it's like, dude, you've seen him for eight games. What are you talking about? Like, why are you doing that to this kid? You know, because I feel like he's in a position this year where it's not, oh, you're a rookie, whatever. Like people expect him to be the quarterback of a championship team. So he's not going to have any patience either. You want to know a really fun stat that I just looked up while you're talking while I wasn't listening to you? Uh-huh. Go ahead. The Raiders had six interceptions all of last year. They have six in today's <laughs> practice. <laughs> they were in last place with six interceptions last year. Man. Isn't that a fun stat? It's that just a practice. Sense. It's just a practice. Like, I don't want anyone to take this as us being like, oh my God, the 49ers are going to suck. It's just a funny stat. The fact that they had six all of last year and now they have six in one practice. Grant Cohn just tweeted, Brock Purdy has thrown three picks already today. When is Kyle, like, there has to be a point in practice where at some point you can't say, hey, it's rust with Purdy. Hey, it's coming back from injury. Like at some point, what you see has to at least begin to worry you, right? And so like you said, maybe maybe it does and he does throw Brock in the, for a series against the Raiders. But at some point, you can't just hand wave all this stuff away. Yeah, I mean, if if Trey Lance is throwing three interceptions in this practice, they'd be like, see, he's not ready. Or see, right. like this is why he's the backup. And, it's so hard to say if these matter or not when we don't see them, right? It could be, it could be good passes, good thought process, good everything, and mm-hmm. then just happen to be tipped or something and intercepted. Or it could be a really bad interception, really bad uh, processing, really bad choices, or just mentally messed up. Like that, we. It's hard to say how much these interceptions matter when you don't actually see them. They could matter a lot. They could matter nothing. Josh Harper said the period ended with a 10 yard out completion to Jawan Jennings. So sort of a dissatisfying day. I wish Kyle Shanahan was speaking today because I'd love to hear his thoughts after his quarterbacks threw all these interceptions. Um, he doesn't answer questions every day. Not every day. No, no, no head coach answers questions every day. Um, I guess so I don't know. I just, he's, then why was it, that's wild to me that he's not answering questions today. And yesterday they didn't ask him anything about, the preseason starters, every other reporter in on every other team. I get, I get all the reports on. So it, this is the best part about working for NFL network. I get emails and every question that's asked from every reporter on the team just comes in mm-hmm. one little nice email with all the answers, right? All the questions, all the answers. Every other team has asked a question. I got at least somewhat of an answer, whether it be, I don't want to answer, but got an answer except for the 49ers. It's driving me crazy. Like they, they, they made my job harder this week and I'm mad. (laughs) Right. It's, it's simple stuff, but for some reason the 49ers meet because they're not interested in serving fans. That's part of the reason there are so many 49ers content creators like me and Brad Graham. Grant is a beat writer. So he's sort of in both worlds. 
John Chapman and any of the other, you know, Jason and Ponte and Steph have their own YouTube channels. Part of the reason is because the 49ers media doesn't do their job. They don't ask the questions that fans want asked. They don't ask just basic follow-up questions. And we're all sitting here like, what the hell is going on? And you're right. Like we should, someone should ask. And by the way, you could ask Kyle Shanahan today, just because he doesn't have a media session. Doesn't mean you can't pull him aside real quick and be like, Hey, by the way, who's starting the preseason game? But they they always find a way to let themselves off the hook, right? Well, he's not going to say, or, well, he already addressed that, but he didn't address it directly. Like, they never want to pin him down on stuff. He didn't address it at all. He said last week that he doesn't expect Purdy to play. That's all he said. It's not between the two other quarterbacks who would be starting, or now that it's been a week later, Mm-hmm. You know, will Purdy be start or will Purdy be playing? I mean, it's been a whole nother week of practice that you've seen him. And you did mention that maybe he'll play if you feel that he needs to Ugh, ask the question. I have finished this mimosa. So this is where I'm like, yes, yeah, see, it's, spicy <laughs> it's 45 yeah. minutes in. Things are starting to take effect. Oh, it was delicious. And I had, I was getting a little cold. I think the orange juice helped me. Ah, Cinnamon Kiss. Shout out to Cinnamon YouTube channel member, which, by the way, you could sign up less than three dollars a month to be a YouTube channel member, support the show. Rob, we need to fund you to go out there and find these things out for us. I try to get in on the Zoom when they used to do the Zoom conference calls. I try to get in on those. Obviously, I can't now because they don't do those. And I'm in Connecticut instead of San Francisco. But I do tweet out a list every time Kyle Shanahan has a media session uh, of questions I want to ask. Like I'm literally doing the reporter's job for them all they got to do is at stats on fire people i know you're watching check it out i will supply you with the questions it's not hard it's basic stuff but i think that there is a feeling of just checking the box with some of the 49ers media people and it's like okay we vaguely asked about this or kyle shanahan vaguely addressed it so we don't need to go into it because i think i think they do fear them a little bit because kyle will try to embarrass you if he doesn't like your question i've noticed that too he tried to do that and uh, you can't back down. Yeah. He tried to do it to me. We already know how I feel about Kyle Shanahan as a, a person, not a coach. So <laughs> I don't know He's... the man, but he seems a little um, stubborn. Yeah. Uh, Lee says the team has no clue how much fan interest there is in this team, but hosting a Super Bowl is where the money is at. I think they know about the fan interest, but they they don't mind some of the stuff that we talk. Like, I think they think this quarterback stuff is all good because people are talking about the 49ers. So that's all they care about. I mean, yeah. I mean, so this is the thing, the 49ers, the Cowboys, the Steelers, they have such a large fan base. They really don't have to work on, Oh, we need to make sure we're getting fans in the building or we need to make sure our fans feel great. It's not really a worry to them because they've been so winning takes care of everything. Right. Yep. So when you are the Cleveland Browns or a team that hasn't won the Detroit Lions, you have to care way more about making your fans happy and getting that information out there and probably making media happier, too, because you need to drive interest. You need to get people into the building, buying the tickets, caring about the team. Mm-hmm. The 49ers are not worried about that. The Steelers aren't worried about that. The Cowboys aren't worried about that. So it, it all just depends on the organization. I'm not saying it's right or wrong but they can ignore the fan base and fans are still going to come and watch the game because they win games. And that's, what's most important to the fan base. Salty cyclist asks who was with the twos first Darnold or Trey. We talked about this earlier. It was Darnold uh, just to clear that up. 
Um, it sounds like the Niners are sort of flipping from yesterday. Yesterday, Lance uh, had 19 snaps and Darnold only had nine. I haven't seen too much about Trey's performance uh, so far in the practice today. So I'm wondering if maybe they flipped it and they're giving Darnold the lion's share of the snaps as opposed to Trey. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Someone said, uh, Trent B said, people can hate it or love it, but I get a feeling Trey is quarterback one after the Steelers game. I don't know if they move off of Brock that quickly. I am, I think as you know, I'm a Steelers fan. So I am hoping Brock or sorry. Yes. I am hoping Brock Purdy starts that game because I'm rooting obviously against the 49ers in that game. I'm very, very sorry. Uh, yeah. But and I think whatever quarterback starts is going to have a really tough game. I think the Steelers defense is going to be yeah. great this year. It's in Pittsburgh and the 49ers typically start a little slow and they're all kind of splitting reps here. So, and uh, Purdy's coming off a significant injury. So I do think they start slow. So I'm rooting for Brock to start in this game and to kind of stink it up. I'm sorry, guys. But even if he stinks it up in Pittsburgh, I don't think they move on from him that quickly. I don't think it's yeah. one game and done. I agree. I don't think so either. And I still think that if the Niners got the offer, they would trade Trey Lance. I really do. I wouldn't be shocked if Trey Lance asked for a trade, frankly, because of everything that's going on. He told Rich Eisen, all I want is a chance to compete. And it sounds like he never had a chance to compete for the number one job. So I would understand if he wanted out. Trey Lance is apparently back in after a, to quote Josh Harper, a long break. So I don't know. What the deal is there? We'll see how uh, how Trey actually does. I'm trying to just check the uh, the old Twitter timeline. They've been doing that to him, where like he'll have a long layoff in between the throws, which is really annoying too. Like the whole thing with him is rhythm and reps and timing and all that stuff. That's why, like you said earlier, play him for a whole half, let him get into the flow of the game, so that but they're you not don't going have to... to. Right. It's gonna you be one. Want... It's going to be a couple drives. Sam Darnold's going to get a couple drives. And then Kyle Shanahan's going to put Brandon Allen in for the rest of the game. <laughs> got to really see. You got to really see the uh, the Brandon Allen treatment. Uh, Salty Cyclist says, so he was first with the twos and moved the ball. I don't actually know if he was first in the move the ball. Um, again, I'm, I haven't seen a ton about Lance and Lance's performance on the, the Twitter sphere or the X sphere. I don't know what the hell we're supposed to call it now. Why is it X when the website is still Twitter.com? Yeah, just call it Twitter. You still type in Twitter.com to get there on online or on the computer. I totally agree. Uh, JJ00 on Twitch says, what are the odds Brock struggles in the preseason and the Niners use his injury as an excuse to say he's still not ready? Start him on the IR for four weeks and use that as a runaway to see if Lance can take the job. It's too late for that. I thought that was something that they could. I thought that was an easy kind of get out of jail free card for them if they wanted to go that route to start the season. 
But once Brock is there at the start of training camp and you're telling me he's fully healthy and you're telling me he's the real deal and, you know, he's ramping up his throwing as we go along, it's too late for that now that um, unless they want to say he had a setback, but I think they missed the boat on that. Yeah. And I understand. I mean, if he's healthy enough to play, then you want to get him this experience in training camp, because again, he had all of his off season, just recovering from the injury, not getting, not improving, not getting better and, you know, getting that practice. in. so if he is fully recovered, he should be practicing right now. And he shouldn't be on IR. It comes down to, are you good enough to be the starter? And we'll have to, we'll have to see, but again, like, I cannot envision a world where he struggles that hard with this offense. He would think we'll have to find out. I mean, he better not. I don't even think Sam Darnold would struggle that hard with this offense. Well, that's what the 49ers are sort of banking on, which is like, again, I don't know why you want your quarterback to be a guy like, well, we're so good everywhere else. It's okay. If he sucks like that should, that still should never be your quarterback philosophy. You should never be okay with even a mediocre quarterback that you no. Never, ever, ever. But that's sort of where we are. Imagine if this team just took Patrick Mahomes in 2017. Stop it. Imagine. They would be, I mean, they would be, they would be the Chiefs. They'd be, but even better because they have such a good defense. They would be unstoppable. I just did like, I don't smoke weed, but I did the whole. Yeah, well, that was a little weird, but all right. See the mimosas. uh, Uh, Somebody, Carlos says Lance did nothing and got sacked. Okay. That sucks. Um, there was one That's more all, thing. That was his to... one choice ch- chance. He got one chance. <laughs> I guess there was one more thing I wanted to get to with you. And now I don't remember what it is. And now you I blame you last time. Oh, I know what it is. The big thing that's going to happen next month. I'm fascinated by the captain vote because I made a big deal last year out of how Kyle Shanahan basically took a captain spot away from Trey Lance. He inexplicably reduced the number of captains on the team for no reason. We never got any follow-ups as to why. And Trey Lance wasn't a captain, even though it was his team, he was going to be the presumed starter. And I said, it's because they were going to bench him if he struggled for Jimmy Garoppolo and Kyle didn't want to have it, you know, the look of benching your captain. So he just didn't make Lance a captain. This year, let's see how many captains there are. Do they go back up to the original number? Is Brock voted a captain by his teammates? I'm I'm going to be fascinated by that. It is going to be very interesting because everyone said, well, Trey's just too young and we have too many other great veterans on our team. Why would Lance ever be captain? Well, now if Purdy, after five regular season starts, uh, gets voted captain, he's still only 23 years old and they have seven instead of six. It's just, they did not want Lance to be it. And that whole thing where like, oh, we are worried about him being benched. Mitch Trubisky was the Steelers captain last year and he was benched after week three or benched in week three. It does not matter. Like the starting quarterback in week one should be your captain unless he's just absolute crap or a rookie. I I do get it. If you're a rookie, like you probably, some rookies do get it. I mean, if you're drafted super highly, but um, yeah, it's just, that was such a silly thing last year. Leaving says Captain McKivitz. That actually sounds like a, that's a quality name. Captain McKivitz. I would trust Captain McKivitz. Uh, Double B studio says Mahomes would not do good here. Kyle Shanahan blows that 10 out of 10 times. Kyle's very tough on quarterbacks. Uh, I do think that the Mahomes Andy Reid pairing is like literally the perfect freaking thing. And it's why they've had so much success because Andy Reid is so good with quarterbacks, but he's also not like a hard ass. So he's going to let Mahomes be Mahomes, which if you've ever seen him play, obviously, you know, is a good thing, but I still would rather let's take my chances. 
I would have rather have taken my chances on the Shanahan Mahomes combination. I'll say that. The fact that he didn't even uh, scout him is. And the fact that he admitted it. We only know yeah, that. Don't admit that. Don't <laughs> admit that. I feel like he thought that was being like, oh, well, I didn't miss on him because I didn't even scout him. That's worse. <laughs> yes, that is worse. 100%. So much worse. Like, no one would like. It, it, like, I think he's like trying to save his smartness being like, well, no, I didn't like miss out on such a great talent. I just didn't even look at him. What? If I had scouted him, I would have been able to tell that he was really. Yeah. <laughs> I know. That's even more annoying. It's like, if you yeah. actually think you would have been able to eye his talent, if you scouted him and you just felt not the need to do it, that's a hundred times worse. I completely agree. Double B Studio said he also didn't <laughs> scout Trey Lance. That's Listen, funny. Listen, you know who he didn't scout was Justin Fields because that should have been the third overall pick. I don't care what anyone says. Justin Fields is going to ball out this year. And he was just a more obvious pick than Trey in every single way. They were, they had the same skill set, but one had so much more experience and productivity and was ready. I just, I just can't. I, mean, I will never forgive Kyle Shanahan for that. Well, they've clearly butchered the development. Uh, I'm trying to see more stuff from the joint practices. A lot of people are saying that the Raiders D-line is just dominating and getting pressure and sacks on a lot of plays. That's really disappointing. Like, it's not like the Raiders have an incredible pass rush. You know, they've got Max Crosby, who's really good, but Chandler Jones isn't out there today. You'd like to think they could protect a little bit. Like, damn, guys, what the hell are we doing? Yeah, that is a little worrisome. I mean, so looking at the Raiders last year, 27 sacks, third fewest in the league last year. So yeah, Max is great, but they really don't have anybody else. It's not like they brought in a ton either. Uh, Tyree Wilson, even their first round pick, he's out. So it's not like he's doing anything. He's out with injury. So I don't really know who they're going up against right now to be getting destroyed like that. Yeah. So anyway, the joint practice continues. Uh, the preseason game is Sunday. We're going to be live after the preseason game. We'll do an instant reaction show here on the channel. It'll be a podcast also, but you know I'm going to be fired up. I'll have my pages and notes. I'm super excited to sit there and watch football again. I will probably have an adult beverage or three. Not going to lie. Look, it's football, Getting man. fun stats, you with your adult beverages. You know what I do for football season. I do the three H's. Heineken, Hot Wings, and haagen -Dazs. That's I what I do on Sunday. Oh yeah. Three H's. That's my, that's my jam on Sunday. It's like my traditional football meal. You got to have it. I've been waiting for it. We'll go first Sunday of the season. Bam. That's how I do it. Heineken light or Heineken regular, regular Heineken. I don't drink Heineken, but Ooh. it smells like, but I don't know. It smells really bad. It smells like, but how do you know what butt smells like? I mean, everybody knows what, <laughs> poop smells like i don't know i don't know get away from this conversation <laughs> double b studio thanks for the super chat if the o-line stinks does kyle decide to let bosa walk and sign a better o-line no no there is no chance that they don't re-sign nick bosa no, that no. is going to happen i know people are worried about it it's gonna get done they realize they're just gonna have to pay him more and they're gonna you know hold their breath and stomp their feet and this, that, and the other thing. It's going to be the most guaranteed money anybody's ever gotten, highest paid defensive player ever, but it's happening. It is clearly going to happen. Is someone calling me a Karen saying I say Trey sucks all the time? No, I don't. I've been very much on the Trey bandwagon. I just want to see him play. I just like Justin Fields more because I think he's more talented. 
overall. Christopher says, go away, Karen. No, that's not true. You just liked Fields over Lance. That's See, what that's, I'm saying. That's the annoying thing with with this whole quarterback discussion. When's the last time I said Trey sucked? I never. I when he was coming out of school when you before the 49ers even drafted him, I said he's very, very raw and he's gonna take time to develop. Guys, I mean, you can't be mad at me for that. We're now three years into his career, and it's he's been raw, and it's taken time to develop, and he hasn't even got the chance. So I just like Justin Fields more than Trey Lance, and I think Justin Fields is going to have a massive third year. You can't be mad at me for saying that. Well, but people take it like if you like one person over another person, you think that second guy stinks. That's not the case. Both can be good, right? I like hot wings. I like steak. Guess what? Steak is my favorite food. That doesn't mean I hate hot wings. It just means I like steak more. Like, but it's always taken uh, as. Apparently, there's a Karen in the chat. I was taking it as, you know, like how. Oh. So, sorry. No. It's I still was applied. Saying, normally, you know, Karen is used as those, uh, you know, you're being uh, the B word of a woman. But um, yes. sorry, Karen, I kind of ruined your name there. Bit. Double yeah. B Studio says Bosa missed games and the defense didn't miss a beat. If you think Nick Bosa doesn't have an impact on this defense, I don't know what to tell you, Double B. Like, he's the most impactful player on defense. The offense is looking where he is every single snap of the game. Like, no, he's he's the whole defense orbits around what Nick Bosa can do. Other than Bosa last year, basically nobody had any sacks for this team. So do not say that that the defense didn't miss a beat. Also, I think Bosa missed like one game last year. So let's. Yeah, let's calm down on the Nick Bosa. Bosa means you need Bosa on that field. Hopefully they get that contract done. Maybe uh, all the money you've made on this podcast, those like $5, $6, you know, the little ones coming in, just send it to the 49ers so they can pay Bosa. I think that's more important. Look, the 49ers are making plenty of money, okay? They don't need my $5 <laughs> from the Super Chat. Let's just throw that out there. Just send it in there. Donate. Maybe they can finish this contract. Jed York is rolling in it, okay? And now he's been accused of insider trading and making $1.4 million off of selling stock at allegedly inflated prices. I don't think Jed York needs me to hold a bake sale for him, okay? Which, I'm by sure the way, would appreciate it. it'd sure be nice if other 49ers content creators talked about that. How come we're the only ones? The owner of the team has been sued, yet crickets from everybody else out there. I didn't see anything from Lombardi. I didn't see anything from Grant Cohn. Where are you people? What the hell? We're not going to talk about this. I thought that was kind of weak too. Yeah. I didn't even, I didn't even know of it until I listened to you and Levin speak yesterday. First mm -hmm. I heard of it. Carlos says there are reports of three and four interceptions from Brock Purdy. Meanwhile, Michael Lombardi is saying two. What a joke. Are you stunned by this? Are you stunned? This is why we say you have to go to multiple places to get your reports on what's happening because different people see different things. You got to go to more than one spot and you definitely shouldn't just go to David Lombardi. I'll tell you that right now. I don't they, So I know they are far away, but how do you not know how many like interceptions is something that's pretty easy to tell. Cause some away. people like if it's a sack, some people stop the play, but if it's a sack and a pick, some people don't, it's, it's a whole thing. Double B studios back. I'm sure he's impacting the game, but I'd rather have a top five offense and at least a top 15 to win the chip. We know top two defense and subpar offense sucks. Look, if you're asking me if I would trade Nick Bosa for a franchise quarterback, the answer is yes. I 1,000% would. But I'm talking like Mahomes-level quarterback. I'm not talking like trading him for like Derek Carr. I'm talking about an elite MVP-level quarterback. I would. But other than that, no. He's not going anywhere. And he's going to resign. It's going to happen. We're going to have that joyous instant reaction show soon. You know what I want to put down a bet on in week one? This just came out of nowhere. Nick uh -oh. Bosa versus TJ Watt, who has more 
sacks. So last thing quick before we go, I actually, my big bet this year, last year I had Bosa over 12 and a half sacks. This year, TJ Watts sacks were only 13 and a half for some insane yeah. reason. So yeah. I smashed the over. Bosa's, I think, were at, was at 16 and a half or 17. So I didn't take that bet. Um, just because, you know, if he misses time or whatever, that was a tough one. But 13 and a half for TJ Watt, he could play nine games and get 13 and a half sacks. That's easy money. Yeah, smash that. He might have uh, six sacks against the 49ers in week one against Colton McKivitz. Okay, it's time to end the show. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> Like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Michelle's being a jerk now. You're, you're so mean to our 49ers, Michelle. Oh, I'm so nice. I I need to, you know, my glass is empty. I got to go fill her up. There you go. Mimosa Michelle, thank you very much. We'll talk to you next week. Enjoy your Friday and your weekend, everybody. Bye, y'all.